So a couple of days ago, me and Tian read this story from John 11, 1 to 44. And this is a story about Lazarus. So Lazarus is Mary and Martha's brother, and he was super sick. So the sister sent a message to Jesus telling him that Lazarus, who was also Jesus's friend, um, was really sick. And then Jesus responds in verse four. He says, Lazarus's sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the son of God will receive glory from this. Mm. And then we go to the next verse, verses five to six. It says, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. Um, Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to that. That's a little strange. (laughs) But yeah, after two days, Jesus and his disciples go back to Bethany where Lazarus is. And when Jesus arrived, people told him, they're like, Jesus, Lazarus has already been in his grave for four days now. Um, And then he meets with Martha. And in verses 25 to 26, he tells her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. And she says in verse 27, she declares, she's like, yes, Lord, I've always believed you are the Messiah. And then Jesus meets Mary and the people who had been comforting her because she was grieving the loss of her brother Lazarus. And he weeps with them. And then he tells Martha Mm -hmm. to roll the stone aside. And then Martha protests. She's like, Jesus, like, he's been dead for four days. It's going to smell bad. (laughs) But Jesus responds in verse 40. He says, didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you would believe? So Martha rolls the stone aside. And then Jesus thanks God with a prayer in verse 42. And then he shouts, Lazarus, come out. And then Lazarus comes out and he's alive. Wow. That's so crazy. If any of you guys have grown up in church like I have I know for a while I was like okay like he raised from the dead but literally that's actually (laughs) so crazy to think about like Mm -hmm. he was literally dead like he'd stopped breathing and Jesus actually brought him to life yeah which is wild Mm -hmm. um but even going back to the part where um it says Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus so when he heard that Lazarus was sick he stayed where he was two more days and it's like you're like wait what and you're like reading again and it Mm kind of doesn't make sense like Jesus like why would you wait two more days if you hear that your friend is sick right um especially because um Bethany is only a few miles down from the road from Jerusalem where Jesus is staying so it's like he easily could have just walked to where his friend is and picked (laughs) up on his sick friend like Jesus what are you doing (laughs) but um, obviously, Jesus knows what he's doing. And so even he turns to his disciples in verse 15, and I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. He says, Lazarus is dead. <laughs> and mm-hmm. for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there because now you have another opportunity to see who I am so that you will learn to trust in me. Wow. Come, let's go and see him. And so that's really crazy. He says, I'm glad I wasn't there. Like, he's almost saying, like, I'm glad Lazarus has died mm-hmm. because, and he's like, now I can show you guys, um, another, like more of who I am so that you guys will learn to trust in me even more. Right. And I just think that's so sweet. Like he's, he's like giving the disciples just another opportunity to just trust him even more. Mm-hmm. And even when the other people are like, Jesus, like you've healed all these blind people, like you've healed all these diseases, like you obviously could have kept your friend from dying. Like, what are you doing? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and even Mary and Martha, they're like so in so much pain. And they're like, Jesus, like if you'd just been here, if you had just been here, your friend would not have died. Mm-hmm. But Jesus loves them so much. And he actually says the sickness will not end in death, but it's for the glory of God. So that the son of God may be glorified through it. Wow. And so he knew from the start that Lazarus's sickness, they would not result in death alone, but it would end in Jesus being glorified. And so really his motive behind this was he wanted to show Mary, Martha, and Lazarus and the disciples something that would really just like change them. Because, right. I mean, they've already seen him perform these crazy miracles. They've seen him turn water into wine. They've, heal, they've seen him heal, like, blind, um, the deaf. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesus is like, wait, I'm even greater than that. Like, I have even more in store. Like, you wow. have no idea how much power and authority I have so that good. you have yet to see. And so, literally, in this story, you see Jesus showing his disciples and his friends, like, hey, actually, I have power over death as well. Mm. And it's so crazy. It's so unprecedented. And it even goes to show, like, it's kind of like leading up to his own death on the cross. And then when he's resurrected, he is victorious over sin and death forever. (laughs) I know. It's crazy. Um, I also wanted to just touch upon the verse that says Jesus wept. I mean, for the longest time, I thought, you know, I was like, oh, I mean, if you guys don't know, this is the shortest verse in the Bible. And, you know, the I was best like, memory verse. Yeah, like something that my brain can actually handle, you know, like <laughs> Jesus left. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was I for the longest time, I was like, oh, cool. It's a short verse. Um, mm. But actually, if you look at it in the context of the story, right, we go back to verse 33. It says, when Jesus saw her weeping, her as in um, Mary, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. And it says after this, Jesus wept. So basically, mm-hmm. we get from this sort of section that Jesus was weeping because he was empathizing with Mary. He was empathizing with all those, every single one of those women who were there all grieving Lazarus's death. And I think that just goes to show God's character and how he relates Mm. to us, right? Like, Jesus could have seen them weeping and he could have been like, oh, I already know what's going to happen. He could have been like, Mm. Lazarus, come out, like, right then and there. But no, he feels, he empathizes with them and he waits and he weeps with them. Mm. And that's so good. That's that's who our God is. You know, he's a God that truly loves and cares about us where... You know, like, even, like, with our lives, if we're sad, he's not like, okay, come on, get up. Like, I have better plans for you. Yeah. But he pauses, he waits, and he understands that we're, he created us to mourn, you know, like, blessed are those who mourn. And Mm -hmm. he's there with us then. And then he also, like, picks us up and carries us to what he has better in store. So, yeah. He's so compassionate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, I also wanted to, like, touch upon, um, it says a deep anger welled up inside of him in the New Living Translation in verse 33. And, you know, I when I read that, I was like, why is Jesus getting angry at them? Like, I thought we were supposed to mourn. Um, But it actually says, like, I actually learned later, he's not angry at the people, but he's angry at death. Mm. He's angry at how it's causing his people to suffer, how it's causing them to to be so brokenhearted because he mm. loves us just that much yeah 
Oh, he's so sweet. <laughs> oh, done. Yeah, we just wanted to end off um, and just give so much hope. Um, and we even thought it was cool that we can relate this story to just our salvation. Mm. And um, I know when we think of miracles, usually it's like supernatural, like healings and stuff that come to mind. But I think at least for me, like the biggest miracle I can think of is the fact that I can be forgiven yeah. and that I can be called righteous before Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, literally, the story is so perfect, um, even just to tell of our salvation, because I don't know about you, but when I think back to before I knew Jesus, like, not only was I hopeless and lost, but I was straight up dead in my sin, and straight up dead to my flesh, and Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, the Bible, it says, like, while we were still sinners, while we were dead, while our souls were dead, basically, Jesus, he died for us. Yeah. And so what Jesus does is he literally follows us to our grave and he calls us by our individual names and he gives wow. us life by his resurrection power. It's crazy. Which is so crazy. And I think what's so special about this story is like just Jesus, he had so much intentionality behind the fact that he waited to, he basically waited until his friend died so that he could show everyone that he had power over death. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, like, so confusing sometimes. Like, God, like, what are you doing in this situation? Like, where are you in this situation? But actually, like, we know that he's working for the greater glory. Mm-hmm. And we can – and it's so funny. He loves to show up just when we, like, think we've – like, we have no more hope. Yeah. <laughs> like, he loves to show up just when – we're like on the break, like on the brink of like, God, like, where are you? Like, mm-hmm. you're not here. Mm-hmm. And he loves to just like show up and just show like how trustworthy he is. And I think we can trust God, like not only because he really does have power and authority and he's in control, but mm-hmm. also because he loves us so much. And we know that he empathizes with our pain and he's so compassionate and he's so close. And yeah. so... Yeah, if you if there's some things in your life that you feel like you've given up hope on, maybe it's a family member who doesn't know Jesus, maybe it's a relationship that you can't seem to mend, maybe it's like a sin habit that you just can't seem to get rid of. Like there's so much hope because Jesus has not only the power but because he loves us so much. Mm, that's so good. And me and Chien actually wanted to share this song called Never Lost by Elevation Worship. And I think there's one one line that just really resonates with me. And it's, you're still showing up at the tomb of every Lazarus. Your voice is calling me out. And I think that just pay attention to how it says, like, still. God's mm. still showing up, guys. Like, yeah, the story about Lazarus happened, like, 2000 and more years ago but his power his healing power and his love for us is unchanging throughout every single one of those years and um he's showing up at the tomb of every lazarus and lazarus like chian mentioned lazarus are those like hopeless moments that we have he's still showing Mm. up at those and he's calling you know he's like chian come out gina come out yeah and 
I think that this verse, Romans 8, 18, really gives me hope. It says, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. Um, yeah, guys, wow. I know like times right now are super hard and it's just a time of like uncertainty of loss of mm. just our world turning upside down. And it's so easy to lose hope when it seems like everything on the news is about coronavirus and mm. all these changes that are happening to our world. Um, but guys, have hope. I mean, look at this yeah. verse. It says it's all this stuff is nothing compared to the glory that he'll reveal to us later. So, yeah, guys, God loves you. We love you. We hope your day is so full of life.